This is Tristan. This is Justin. For the Space Bros Podcast. 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 So here we are, uh, episode two. Um, first thing we want to say is uh, we have some amendments to make. Just um, a few. Just a couple. Yeah. It's also January 24th. <laughs> yeah, it is January 24th. This is episode two. Um, we realize that we are not the best source of knowledge for Star Wars material. We just like to have fun and mess around. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of nerves and not necessarily having an encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars. Yeah, because we couldn't even remember what year Phantom Menace came out. Yeah, we were stumbling over that a bit. But it I, was 1999. <laughs> the year is 1999. Yeah, that is. Is that the first amendment? Yeah. Nice. Um, and the second amendment is, you know, this is our first show that we've ever recorded. So cut us some slack. And uh, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. You'll get a shout out. Yeah, shout that would out. be great. Yeah. First person who gets a review down is uh, definitely going to get a shout out on the podcast. Shout out. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. We are the Space Bros, mm-hmm. all scrunched together. And uh, email address, if you want to send us a question or leave us a comment, is thespacebros at gmail.com. All right. How about we get into uh, some of that news? All right. Yeah. I think the, the biggest news that uh, we had found was that uh, when uh, Tim Cullen, the producer, uh, was talking about the upcoming Star Wars TV show, Star Wars Underworld, right? Yeah, a uh, brand new TV show, but it hasn't been uh, picked up or anything by a network yet, has it? No, not at all. Actually, the the biggest thing that I got out of the interview was that um, he predicts that the shows, like the episodes, would cost around $5 million a piece. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so until the... Uh, until the special effects catches up and they can actually make it at a reasonable price, it's not going to happen. Did you listen to the pot, plot at all? Sort of the plot points that he was talking about? When it takes place or who's it about? Yeah, I did. I looked at the article. Some, um, you can find more information on theforce.net. It has a lot of information about the TV series. It's going to be called Star Wars Underworld, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be more made for adults. Kind of the kids who grew up with the original series might be more interested in it, right? Yeah, it's going to take place um, 30 years, or in that period, the 30-year period between episode three and episode four. That's okay. what I got out of it. So in the universe that we're, what we grew up with, basically. Right. Right just before the universe we grew up with. But it was going to have, uh, the main characters were just some people having a hard time with the empire taking over like he was pretty general about what the plot was yeah he was trying to equate it to like the hard times that we're having in america now are kind of like the hard times that they're having on coruscant or wherever it's taking place okay so more money more problems more credits yeah exactly they need more credits the question like my question is do i want to see a tv show that doesn't have a jedi as a main character yeah, that's true. That is an area era of time when uh, there's only like six Jedi's or fewer alive exactly. in the galaxy. I mean, maybe a smuggler would be interesting, sort of Han Solo esque, like twenty year old. I guess he was twenty. Yeah, like so saga of a spice smuggler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was it was it was like a family drama. He almost made it sound like there was this family that was struggling in this period. Like my first Wookiee, <laughs> or yeah. yes, some sitcom. Yeah, two Wookies and a Jedi. 
two and a half Wookies. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Don't tell him, uh, Tim Cullen that he'll steal it. Yeah, two and a half Wookies, and none of it's in English. It's just like the Christmas special. Oh God! Just two Wookies talking the whole time. Hopefully not. Okay, so we don't even have a date yet, though. No. As to if they be, they haven't begun production. No. They're just writing scripts, pretty much. Apparently, they have the scripts, and okay. he's just said because the scripts are several years old. Uh, within the interview, the interviewer was asking him whether or not it was still relevant, and that's why he, can, he started talking about the recession and how it's more relevant now, and that the scripts were timeless. Which I suppose is true. I mean, they're timeless because they exist in a time that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not really going to get old. Um, so, I don't know. So, that's, I mean, that's a that's kind of big news, but it's also not really because there's nothing happening with it. Yeah. And there won't be for a long time. What network do you think, would you predict, would pick that up? Would it be something like Sci-Fi or FX? I'd be awesome if AMC picked it up. Yeah, AMC, because they can uh, push the envelope on some stuff. Yeah, they really, I mean, they picked, you know, the with The Walking Dead. I think they really showed that they can sort of make an adult sci-fi horror-esque it's not horror but you know doing something off the beaten path and i definitely don't want to see like star wars tv show basically like the clone wars cartoon like if you're gonna make it for adults you definitely want to have some adult uh, you know a production a tv channel that would handle something like that properly yes i'd have to agree uh have you watched any of the clone wars Either the animated or computer-generated series. Oh, um, I was thinking we should do that. Yeah, that's something we might have to do in the future. I've watched a couple episodes, and I wasn't too impressed. I mean, they're for kids. Yeah. So what do you expect, really? But maybe we can... Uh, that could be part of our Under the Influence yeah. specials. So maybe but they have uh, three seasons now of the... Uh, at least the CG version of it. Okay. Plus a movie, and uh, the animated series had some seasons as well, too. All right. It was on Cartoon Network, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So Yeah. We might well, have to check it out. We might have to. And actually when they start airing again, maybe we should start doing under the influence and a little topical. We can right. talk about the last episode. Yeah, the uh the whole idea is though it takes place just during the Clone Wars, which is what you know, just a small portion of the the prequel movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be interesting. You get Anakin Skywalker before he's evil. Sure. I didn't even is Anakin in it. Yeah, he's one of the main characters, and Mace Windu and Yoda. Okay. Yeah. So that brings up my po- like my question again with the TV show. No, no recognizable characters. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be a tough sell. I would like to see. I mean, I I think like Han Solo. Mm-hmm. You know, before Episode Four, see what he's doing in that time period. That'd be an interesting TV show. Yeah. Obviously, can't be played by Harrison Ford. No, but he's you can 150 get, now. Yeah, you can get a Harrison Ford type. I think we'd all accept that, right? I wouldn't be upset that like yeah. it doesn't. It's not him. It's like, it can't be him. It's true. Yeah, I would almost think that it would have to be. It'd be really risky for them to do a TV show with like three, like all the main characters are unknown in the Star Wars universe. Really? Yeah, that that's a tough sell to a network executive who's trying to pick up a show to get yeah. And who's to say it, viewers? You know, it, it may be Han Young Han Solo. That's my that's my prediction. Okay. Actually, if I was going to go with a TV show, that's my prediction, is that right. the family he's talking about is Han Solo's family. So if the you're Solos. right, you were right on January 24th, 2012, yeah. that you, the, you called it. Star Wars Underworld is about the Solos because he's a smuggler and he'd be, have some underworld dealings. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with it. So you know in the expanded universe, um, Han Solo and Princess Leia's children are Jedis. Mm-hmm. 
and they uh, but that's later do some Jedi shit. Yeah, that's much much further down the line. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, it it was like a, it was like a tease. They just he just teased us with this very. Did you watch the video or just read the interview? I watched the video too. Yeah. Just this very like off the cuff interview was you know he was just sitting on a couch. Not yeah. Very professional interview about him just sort of jabbing about it. Okay. But, I don't know. It's a tease. It'd be great. Yeah. Well, let's see. With a budget like five million, they could do some cool effects too. Yeah. I don't know who's going to pay that per episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you can dream. Um, exactly. Okay. So the Phantom Menace is coming out pretty soon. Um, we're probably going to talk about it on the next episode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go see it in the theaters. One in uh, 3D. Um, <clears throat> they released some new movie posters with uh, different perspectives on uh, some of the characters. They're trying to get the hype up right now. They released five all-new movie posters. And if you've been to the movies lately, you've probably seen a standee somewhere of uh, Phantom Menace 3D coming soon to theaters. It's a cutout, right? You can put yeah. your head in it. Yeah, you can put your face in it and be like, look at me, I'm Darth Maul. Which you can also do on the internet. I get the, cut in half. The uh, Darth Maul me, was that it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also... Um, you're going to talk about the promotions that they're running right now, too, um, for the Phantom Menace 3D. If you go to certain theaters, um, they're doing a promotion where they're giving away 3D glasses that are shaped like uh, Anakin's pod racing glasses, but it's only in select theaters, um, so chances are it's probably not going to be in your town. Yeah, actually, I'm trying to pull up the theaters right now. There's one in Chicago, Atlanta, L.A., basically all the major cities. Um <clears throat> But, I, you know, I'd go. It's for the weekend because it's not just one night. Okay. I think it's for that opening weekend. You get mm-hmm. these items because obviously what they're trying to do is pull in. They want to win the weekend. Right. So when you get some pod racing 3D glasses and you can look like an idiot. And then you can take them to every other 3D movie and yeah, <laughs> look like a fool at every when you go see uh, Transformers 4 3D. You'd be so wizard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so, man, that movie. I'd do it. I mean, maybe we could talk about it. Maybe we can go down to Chicago and try and get out. Oh, man. All right. You don't want to do it. Well, do maybe. All right. Um, they're also giving away a toy, too, a, a small Hasbro toy. It's a collectible toy that looks like – it's not like the uh, original figures that we're used to. It looks like uh, kind of a children's version of that, even more <laughs> of a children's version than the Kenner toys. Nice. Are you looking at the website that has information about it right now? Um, no. No. Okay, neither one. All right. Yeah. It's on the force.net if you're looking for more information. Or it's also on starwars.com, right? Yeah. Under the news section. Sure. Yep. Yeah, you can definitely find it. So It's in your local city if you live in a giant city, in a big yeah. city. Yeah, there's only five cities in the United States. Yeah, the five major cities. Yeah. Which I so, should be able to name off the top of my head. but Right, like roughly. LA, New York, Chicago. Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah, it's in South Atlanta okay. gets all the big shit right away. They're all in right. you know, southern urban environment. Okay. Well, what's number five? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Probably Minneapolis. Minneapolis seems to get a lot of this stuff. Okay. But all anyways. Right. You can look it up at StarWars.com. Exactly. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, some Star Wars food. <laughs> Which is a ridiculous topic. Well, it was a, there was a lot of um, uh, Twitter buzz about all these cakes that people were making on you know, Star Wars related cakes. There was a, the, what was, what was the, um, there was, somebody did a Stormtrooper cake. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was the R2Q5 cake, right? Yes. Yeah. It's a birthday cake. 
and it looks pretty awesome. If I was a kid, I would love that. Yeah. Um, actually, talking to one of my friends, he said that his mom got him a Darth Vader cake for his birthday. Like recently? No. <laughs> At the age of 28? No. 30? His 30-year-old birthday? Yeah. Happy 30th birthday, Mark. My mom shows up with a Darth Vader cake. Uh, I'd be into it. Yeah, I'd be into that, too. Actually, my girlfriend would probably do that for me. I know. Um, so. Did you, you, I think, have a lot of Star Wars-related cooking utensils yeah yeah my kitchen is completely star wars out because once my girlfriend found out that was what i was into um uh, think geek basically just sold out of everything because she kept buying it like whatever think geek comes out with i have the tauntaun sleeping bag it's not right. kitchen related the cookie cutters that are from um william sonoma did the cookie cutters and then i have okay. a lunchbox and you know i have a uh, lightsaber sushi or chopsticks oh yeah so I have the cookie cutters too. That's kind of cool. Making uh, Millennium Falcon cookies. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. The chopsticks are all right, except for the Yoda ones are short. They're small. They're like they're very tiny. Okay. Because Yoda apparently has, yeah he's got a small he's got a small he's got tiny little fingers. Yeah, he's got tiny little hands and a little tiny lightsaber, and they wanted to make your chopsticks the same. Yeah, there's a lot of different uh, food things. Mm-hmm. Star Wars related on the force.net as well. There's uh, Darth Vader Millennium Falcon cakes, Darth Vader birthday cakes, R2D2 um, head cake. It's like a face cake for R2D2. Really? Um, and then uh, Stormtrooper cake. There's an, actually a life size Stormtrooper cake on here. I don't think it is it life size? I thought it was uh, more that's like. That's what it says. It weighed over 300 pounds, six foot four inches tall. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. But then again, this is uh, very visually oriented. So if you uh, want to take a look at it, it's on the force.net as well. Right. They they seem to be obsessed with Star Wars food. There's a lot of food articles on here, which I'm not complaining about. It's pretty cool. Right. I'm not complaining either. But actually, I you know, this is a good segue into um, I was at Target today looking at Star Wars toys. Yeah. Really being a grown-ass man. Yeah, being a grown-ass man in the toy department. It was the middle of the day, though, so there's not that many people there. Um, so just like looking, just a, looking like a creeper in the toy section. You're wearing a trench coat. Yeah. The hat. Exactly. It was it was pretty sparse. I was surprised there wasn't more episode one uh, merchandise out. Maybe they're waiting for their release day. Okay. Like reissued figures and stuff? Yeah. I mean, that's just not... There was like nothing... Maybe they're clearing everything out because they got new stuff coming in. I don't know, we should we should check that out because it's um because I mean you remember when they did the re-release of three four and five yeah or four five and six and they like it was an event like Toys R Us and Times Square was people were lining up for these new toys coming from Star Wars but I mean right now there's just nothing in there they had um, not Transformers but they had transforming Star Wars items which I thought was a bit. So it's like Transformers meets Star Wars. Yeah, officially licensed. No, oh. no, because they were trans. They weren't Transformers. They were transforming, transforming. Not even like a, not even clever. Not nothing really clever. I don't even think they had like the, um, the battle droids that rolled up. Oh, that the droid decas. The droid decas that yeah. actually transform. Okay. I don't even think that was an option. That was just like a Millennium Falcon that turned into, I don't know, something else. I got a little creeped out that I was in the toy section. For that is weird. Like, I got so disappointed when I was standing there. I was like, I don't want to look at this because it's not as interesting as uh, I was hoping it was going to be. I was, I was hoping they were going to have some new stuff. So, Did they have uh, any of the retro figures from 
episode four, five, and six? No, no. And even that is advertised on the back of all the comic books I have in my hand right now. Star Wars, the vintage collection. So maybe you can really, I mean, you got to go to starwars.hasbro.com to get them. Because they didn't have them at Target. They probably have them at uh, Toys Toys R Us or a bigger toy chain. Maybe. Yeah. So Target, get up on your Star Wars toy game. Which character is that again? Can you hold that up? That's a Mira Luca deal. Yeah. Okay. That's Attack of the Clones, though. Weird. All right. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it's not really vintage. No, it's... I mean, I guess New vintage. vintage. I don't know. Plus 10 years vintage. No, 10-year vintage. Oh, so okay. So, oh. decade vintage. I guess that's vintage. If it's I 10 guess years you can old. call anything that's 10 years or older vintage now. So... But yeah, don't, don't, don't shop at uh, Target for your Star Wars toys. No. It's lame. Those a lot of the Attack of the Clones stuff. Because, I mean, that's the new hotness for kids. So Right. Kids' toys. Yeah. Attack of the Clones is what they're watching on Cartoon Network. Sure. I guess Target's not really looking for the 30-year-old Star Wars fan to come in and buy toys. I'm not their market toy buyer. But you, you should, Target. You should get up on that game. I don't think we were when we were uh, watching Attack of or Episode 1. We weren't really in the Target audience. We were buying those figures either. 20-year-old dudes. I don't know. We totally were. Because I remember those, like... The new there were news reports about the people lining up at Star at Toys R Us for the new toy release, and they were all like twenty five. <laughs> because I mean, between the ages of eighteen and thirty, you basically have the most money expendable cash that you ever, especially in you know the early two thousands. Like yeah. that was that was the prime time for money you had to spend on toys as a twenty five year old or twenty three year old. That's true. A lot of uh, single dudes with disposable incomes. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was sad. So now, going from toys to porn. Oh, all right. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Star Wars, a porn parody. It releases today. So I don't know if we have to get that digitally. Um, And I forget which company is releasing it. It's not vivid? Yeah, it's not vivid. It's, (laughs) It's like, it might be wicked. I don't know. They do. Um, I think they have a porn parody. They do the other porn parodies like Brady Brunt, Brady Bunch, and they did Batman, Star Trek. I think it's the same company that did all those. Okay. Um, but I was looking. At the, I mean, they can't really. It's not like they really. They had a preview on YouTube, so you can check out the uh, trailer on YouTube. <laughs> There's an official trailer. It's an official trailer, a non-nude official trailer. Terrible acting, but it's got Leia, Han Solo. I think she has sex with the uh, Chewbacca. What? Yeah, I think there's some alien stuff. I really hope they have some Twi'leks. Yeah. Because if you... Oh, Twi'leks. Stroking the Lekus. Yeah. Stroking the Lekus. Stroking Lekus. With their, with their sexy skin flaps on yeah. their head. Octopus skin flaps on their head. Yeah, so, that opens up new possibilities for uh, sex moves. <laughs> yeah, I think I, the, the actress that's starring it is Allie Hayes. Okay. She looks very young. Yeah, she looks like she's. Uh, yeah, it's it's she doesn't look like uh, twenty two. Oh, twenty two when I started in the business is what she said. Yeah, I mean she's obviously of age. She's in her early twenties, but she just has a very young look, and um, but not very Princess Leia ish. She doesn't really look like Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, but I mean it's you know whatever you, you do what you can I suppose in the porn industry as far as getting lookalikes. Well, it so. says, too, this is called Star Wars Triple X. Yeah, I was trying to find the proper title. Star Wars, a porn parody, or Star, Star Wars Triple X, a, porn, a parody. porn parody. It says it's episodes one through six. 
Yeah. Or actually, one through five. Yeah. Huh. I don't, yeah. <laughs> okay, no episode six. I think, is that from Chud.com? Yeah. I think some of the information might be a little off. Because okay. I thought they were just doing four, five, and six. Four through six. This one says episodes one, two, three, four, five. Well, Maybe they're waiting to get some Ewok costumes. I mean, to do why would you? Six. Why would you? If if this if this sells like I'm hope like they probably think it's going to sell. Yeah. You know why would you just lump all of them into one? Yeah, like, I don't know. Why they not they do, could have made a lot of money. Just do episode four, and then expand upon that, or four, five, and six, and then do a second one because I don't know. Right. How often you do sequels to? It what might is, be the, it might be the first porn prequel. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um. It says this actress was nominated in seven categories, including Female Performer of the Year and Best Actress mm. from the Adult Video Awards. Not Best Anal, though. No. No. Well, no. They no. didn't say that. Scarlet of the Year. Ooh. Scarlet of the Year? She Scarlet. Got? Oh, well, Scarlet. Wait, no, I'm just reading it wrong. Scarlet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible. Oh, you get the Scarlet Letter of the Year. <laughs> Scarlet Letter. You get an A. Yep. You get an A for anal. Oh my god! We just started our own yeah, rewards. I know the Scarlet Letters, <laughs> the Scarlet Awards. So I think all of them have to do anal. Yeah, nah. so <laughs> at some point, whether you like it or not. Oh man. Okay, so uh, the last bit of news we have is um, news that George Lucas has made his last full-length feature movie. Yeah, he's done. Red Old Tails. Lucas. That's it. He's done. So after Red Tails. You want to go see that? Uh, not really. Really? No. I want to go see it. Uh, all right. Only because I think it's. Uh, I mean, the the I like the the dubstep trailer. Have you seen the dubstep trailer? Yes. Yeah. First that of was all, good. The, first of all, there's a dubstep trailer. Yeah. We fight. They get Skrillex. We right? fight. Yeah. Exactly. World War Two. World War Two. Right. There's some serious dropped bass in there, um, but uh, it's kind of important that this money makes a, this movie makes a bunch of money. Yes, I mean he spent two hundred million. Yeah, like his own million. money, right? It was a hundred million, and then there was marketing. So I think mm-hmm. roughly around two hundred million, uh, basically because no other production company wanted to have an all black cast. Yeah, so so Just I'll support your, uh, that. I'll go see it and just. I'm sure the you know I'm sure the the fighter pilot the the jet fights are pretty awesome. They weren't jets back mm-hmm. then, but the did you know that um, a lot of the scenes from episode four and uh, five, a lot of the pilot scenes, the the dog fights were taken from old like World War II dog fighting movies, almost scene for scene, shot for shot, where it's got pictures of uh, you know all of a sudden uh, you'll see the, the ships flying by, and then you'll see a picture of the gunner shooting at those the ships flying by yeah those cuts were all just based off world war ii movies i could see that i mean it, yeah because he's in uh, um han solo goes down he's in the gunner yes section of the ship and he's, yep that's totally world war ii yeah so i believe it i i think those are on some of the documentaries where he talks about yeah i just uh, lifted that from uh, world war ii movies that's a pretty good george <laughs> lucas after having just watched oprah's next uh, chapter oh. on OWN Network. Yeah, her interview with George Lucas. That's a pretty good George Lucas. <laughs> so they covered a lot of. Um, they talked of. I mean, the first half of it was about Star Star Wars. Oh, the interview. Yeah. Okay. He didn't mention the re-release hmm. at all, but Oprah Winfrey just had a lot of questions for him about Star Wars. 
And then about 15 minutes about his relationship with his girlfriend, his hot girlfriend. Oh, much younger. I'm yeah, much it. much yeah. younger. Um, financial whiz, I guess. She's mm-hmm. super rich on her own, I guess. So, but um, yeah, it was it was weird. It was weird seeing Oprah say, like, quote Star Wars. Like she does her research mm-hmm. because he was talking about religion and mysticism. And then she would just spout off something that uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi had said at one point. She's oh. Like, oh, like in this, like this. Well, um, yeah, the official retirement word was taken from a New York Times article where it um, documented him saying that, quoted saying, I'm retiring, I'm moving away from the business, from the company, from all this kind of stuff. And then someone said, well, what about Star Wars? And then he says, why would I take anymore when everybody yells at me all the time and all you see is a, what a terrible person you are oh my god oh no george so, lucas yeah. is listening to the bad feedback yeah the trolls the trolls they be trolling he's listening to us i'm yep. sorry george lucas yeah. i'm sorry i made you quit i love you baby i love you baby just get back in the star wars game yeah just make this tv show happen you don't have to direct it right just, well, just fund it if you know the old republic and Bioware, at least their storytelling, is an indication of it, then I would like him to keep his hands off because Bioware's doing a pretty good job of making the series interesting. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. He, he, did, a, he did a great job with the first one. Yeah. He came up with the universe. Right. Uh, and then he's not the best director-writer in the world. He just kind of... American Graffiti, Star Wars A New Hope. That's a, like <laughs> That's pretty much what... Like, that's yeah. the end of it for him. So, that that, I mean, it's it's pretty harsh criticism, but it's you know I think people are just harsh because they love it so much. So, it's not like he did something terrible. It's just that we, when he touched something from our childhood, even though it was his. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no. George, listen, what is he touching George, from your childhood? George, George Lucas, listen to me. When you touch something from our childhood, it gets you to jail. It's just. It doesn't feel right. It's just do- it doesn't have a good feeling. It's like you took some dreams we had from our eight-year-old selves, and then you just altered them. And it was like it 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 was kind of like molestation, <laughs> because at the age of twenty or eighteen, when you re-release the films and you change them, it was like our brains were opened up and we remembered you molesting us when we were eight so it's like our confession yeah no no it's like it's like a flashback okay you know it's like our memory has been changed so that's really harsh but (laughs) no i I mean obviously it's not going to be the end of star wars but i'm sure he wants to get on with living life without the trolls the franchise is worth too much money sure and he's got you know his whole empire at lucas arts that can continue making stuff yeah and yeah They'll probably release episode two, episode three, in 3D. I didn't realize he had, he, had felt, he had felt so bad about all the trolls hating on. Yeah. I, was, I feel bad now. Yeah. I feel feel bad. Well, I figured you, it's not like get, I mean, kids still love it. I'm like, that's the important thing, right? Empire to all you beta haters out there. We'll blow your planet up. 
What does thy mini my master? It's a disaster, Skywalker, we're after. What if he can be turned to the dark side? Yes, he'd be a powerful ally. Another dark Jedi. He will join us or die. We got Death Star. 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 Comics? Yep, let's All talk right. about some comics. Okay. So we both read uh, Agent of the Empire, Iron Eclipse, mm-hmm. part one. What did you think? It was good. Um, Anderson Cooper is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the main character looks a lot like Anderson Cooper. Yeah, the art's good, though. He's a silver fox. He is. He's a silver fox. If you haven't read it, um, essentially it's a James Bondian tank, uh, take on the Star Wars world. And this is, what, pre, in that 30-year period, uh, or 20-year period before the Battle of Yavin? Yes. Right? Yep. So the Empire is taking over the Republic. <clears throat> um, it's, um, it's taken from his perspective, and he's an agent of the Empire, right? He's like the James right. Bond of the Empire. Basically, yeah. So, And you don't really get much, uh, in the first one, you don't really get too many details as to what he's really after. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super James Bond. Like if I have the second, I read the second one. I'll okay. Give it to you. Uh, it came out last week. So well, on the 18th, um, it gets super James Bond. Like here, mm. take a look at this. There's a, uh, a panel of him nude getting into a bath with a Twi'lek. Oh, wow. Look yep. at that. Yeah. Wait, no, that's a, isn't it? That's a Nautilin. Nautilin. Yeah. The squid head people. I don't think I can tell the difference. Yeah. Cause the Twi'lek only has a, Usually, like two tails or two of those tails things. Oh, really? That's like a, a nautilin. You just you name? just learned me, friend. Yeah, yeah. So nautilins have six or more. They have like a bunch of squid-like tendrils coming off their and head. And twi'leks, the same color, have two. Yes, usually only like one or two. Because remember that guy in Jabba's palace has that one that mm-hmm. like wraps around his head. Okay. Yeah. She she even talks about being a dancer, so I was like, well, I'm just going to be a Twi'lek. Oh, well, do you remember, uh, bring it back to the MMO again, there's that quest where she, that girl's a dancer, mm-hmm. and then you have to tell her husband or not. That was a Nautilin. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that, that might have been this Nautilin. Might have been the same one. Because she's married, and she's married, and she's trying to keep it from the family that she's a, a, a dancer. Oh. And the family didn't like it. I should look up, we should look up the name, see if there's a Croft's uh, story yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Speaking of names, what is the name of this Except guy? Except for it would have been like a thousand years earlier. So never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless she's eternal. Yeah, she might uh, be eternal. She's eternally hot. <laughs> this guy's name is uh, Jahan Cross. Yeah. It's the name of the agent. And he works for the Empire. Um, he comes across in the very first episode. He meets up with Chewbacca and Han Solo. Yeah. And yeah, they, they definitely. And what's weird is they're buddies, which I don't get. Who, uh... Jana, Jana, yeah, Jahan and Jahan. Uh, Han Solo are like old yeah. friends. Yeah, they're old friends. Okay. There, there was one series before this. I'm actually going to go look it up. I think this is the second of the Age of the Empire series. So I want to go back and see if there was any Han Solo in that one too. Okay, but um, I don't know. So far, it's it's pretty good. It turns out to be sort of, I mean, just the secret agent aspect of it is interesting, and actually, it gives me hope for the a possible TV show about not Jedis because he's not a Jedi. Yes. But there are cameos from characters we know. Too. Exactly. He's still, they're still playing off of like characters we know. Um, and in the, in the second, um, comic, 
it does get a little a little too James Bondish. Okay. Where he's like, yep, it's James Bond and so Star he's Wars. Fucking bitches and killing dudes. Fucking bitches killing dudes, and then he gets like Well, you can read it, but Okay. I'll give it a read. You know, he gets smacked um, with a He also has a sexy fembot. Oh, the sexy fembot. Yeah. That comes up later where the uh some characters are like, Why don't you put skin on that fembot? Oh. Right. So and they and they abduct the fembot, so it's I'm hoping creepy. they get creepy with it. Yeah. So but yeah, the artwork's pretty good. Um, I do like the artwork a lot, and I, I actually kind of wish I would have been um, at the local comic book store that had the artist signing. Yes, because it's, it's actually it's pretty good. It's the guy who did this art for this the series. Yeah, which I can't. I don't know which one. Oh, the sexy robot's name is Inga. Uh, yeah, Julian Hoganard Bert. Okay, or Stefan Rue. I can't mm-hmm. remember which one it was, but um, uh, Stefan Rue actually, because he said he did the cover. So, oh, okay, he he, can't. he did the penciling, and then the other guy did the colors, or mm-hmm. oh, so he did okay. the penciling and the cover. Cool. Um, but it's good if you if you get a chance, I would start picking it up now. It's currently running. So this is uh, one out of five, right? Yeah, and uh, it's only been on for sale recently right so you can probably still find the first issue in the comic book store oh yeah i'm sure you still could and i know for a fact that they still had them because i was looking um <clears throat> uh, last week i was looking and i wanted to see if they had more of the the first issue mm-hmm. so i mean they still even have first issues of the last series of star wars the old republic oh so okay they still have all that so oh. in your local comic book store if it's not too busy if you don't live in a huge city it's probably still there so pick it up or you can get it probably online from uh, dark horse directly yeah yeah that's true if you just want to order it or you can don't do that though get the download support your local comic book store yeah i know they're okay. trying to squeeze them out well you can uh they have day day in downloads too for dark horse right where you can download the same day it comes out in the comic book store onto your yeah dc okay so yeah dark horse i think has a few dark horse is like well, Dark Horse has an iPad app. It's terrible. There's like no oh. comics available for it. Oh. But that's okay because I don't really read comics on it. Like yeah. I, I'm still trying to support the local comic book store. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, I would I would check it out. Star Wars: Agent of the Empire, Iron Eclipse. Okay. And the other one we read was uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, The Blood of the Empire, Volume One, which is uh, coinciding with the release of the MMO. Um, it takes place during the same point in the galaxy um the main character is tenem kel he's a a sith assassin he's a pussy sith yeah a little bit of a pussy sith he's totally a pussy sith <laughs> he's crying a lot he cries um, um, so he's kind of like the character i'm playing in the mmo is basically the reverse of this guy he's like a jedi assassin so he has a double-bladed lightsaber and he's um basically in the story trying to be the emperor's right-hand dude and uh during this mission, the main main storyline, he's uh, supposed to go off and kill this rebel uh, Sith acolyte, pretty much. Like, Hot rebel Sith. Yeah. She's a, a Sith pureblood, kind of, one of those red chicks. Yeah, she's red. Yeah. Which and, I think uh, comes up in the story, too. They talk about her red skin. Yes. Burning from the Empire. <laughs> yeah, so she's uh, defected from the Sith, pretty much like a Sith outcast, and he's He's tasked with hunting her down and bringing her in front of the Dark Council. 
Yeah, and then there's a big reveal at the end. Yes, we won't spoil it. Um, the artwork is okay. It's not as good as Agent of the Empire, I don't think. No, I mean, it's, it's decent. Okay. It's decent. It's not... Um, okay, what was the next book you were showing me? What's the next in the series? Oh, Which we're going to review one. next time, but... Yeah, Thread of Peace. Yes, the Thread of the Peace is volume two. That... I, I got I, You just flipped a couple of pages in there. Yeah, this artwork really is pretty crude it's shallow yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's not it's it's decent i would say it's decent it's nothing um extraordinary there's no specific styling to it agent of the empire mm-hmm. has a really specific style so you can definitely tell the but difference. if you uh if you like sith storylines and you're interested in like, sith. Sith politics yeah this is a pretty good comic oh, book for that a wuss sith yeah he's kind of a wuss he's a little bit of a crybaby i don't really like i'm I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the. Uh, I mean, I understand that I, since it was sort of a prequel to the Old Republic MMO, that they were probably trying to show that you can have a good leaning Sith, like that you yes. have an option to choose your own path in a way. Yeah. You know, I, I get it, but I'm not. I don't. I don't know. In my mind, like I like having Siths bad. Yes. Jedi good. He is like a Han Solo type, where he's. You know, you're not sure whether he's good or bad, but he's got a heart of gold. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's a And worse. he's got, he shows mercy on people too. And it's like, well. well yeah, he shows a, a lot Sith? of mercy. Except for yeah. then, except for, I mean, he does sort of redeem his Sith self at the end. Yes. Uh, we won't give it away, uh, but it's worth picking up if you like Sith tales. Sith I know tales, it, woo. You know what I do really like is uh, go to page 89. Page 89? Yeah, the uh, Sith counselor. Oh, yeah. The dark in the dark council. He looks like a wizard. Yep, he's a wizard Sith. He's pretty a robot awesome. wizard. <laughs> robot wizard Sith. I'm trying to find his name in here, but I don't think they uh, actually name him. Darth something. Yeah, I think they they do mention his. He's the emperor. Yeah, he's a robot wizard Sith. Which is weird. I haven't seen any mention of the emperor in the uh, the MMO. The, the emperor? emperor. Yeah. So no. maybe we'll get to that later, but. Yep. It's all right. I mean, it's um. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't terrible. I definitely like. I'd pick it up if you don't already. If you don't already have it, pick up the uh, trade paperback. Ten mm-hmm. bucks, yeah. Amazon or fifteen at your local comic book store. Yep. It might be on sale though. But. Yep. So next week we're gonna read uh, Threat of Peace, which oh. is volume two of the series. And there's some huts in it. Yeah, huts are good. Yeah, there's some hut action. Um, we're gonna read Threat of Peace, and we're gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read the. Age of the Empire, Volume 2. Yeah. And also, we're going to read War, too, right? The brand new series? Yeah, actually, uh, last week, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic War. Very good. I'd pick it up. Um, It's another case of, I'm not so sure about the main character. Uh, The main character is kind of a, it's like a failed Jedi. At one point, they point out um, that he doesn't have a lightsaber. He has a tauntaun. I forget what they called it. It was like a Tauntaun shocking staff. Oh, so it's like a training saber? It's like a training saber. Oh. Um, but he's kind of, he's like, he's a little bit of a wuss. So in the same, like in the opposite vein of Blood of the Empire, where the Sith is kind of a wuss and is kind of good, this guy is wants to be a Jedi but runs away. He's kind of a deserter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on, he's trying to protect some Mandalorians from the Republic. Okay. Um and this actually, I don't, and so far, I mean, it's just the first one. 
I could see it getting kind of interesting. There's been some, um, the art is, is decent. Um, it's actually po- probably up there with agent of the empire. Does it say how many are in the series or, uh, nope, just says one, just says one. Okay. Yeah, so I could see it going on for a while. Okay. This could be just the beginning of the story before he becomes an actual Jedi. Yeah. He might be kind of gearing up to be it. So, but. Okay. Could be interesting. We'll keep an eye on that. Sure. I really should have. Uh, I read this one late last night, but I should have made some notes. But again, I, I'd pick it up. I mean, for four bucks or three fifty. You know what? Why don't you? Why don't you wait next month? We'll tell you how two goes and if it's going to be worth it. Okay. How's that? Sounds like a plan. Okay. We'll be talking about some planets of Star Wars. Uh, we're calling it Planet Rock. Are we cool with that? Planet Rock? Yeah, I like Planet Okay, Planet Rock. Planet yeah. Rock's fine. All right. The first one we're going to talk about is Ord Mantel. I'm just pulling it up here. Yep. It's a planet uh, in the Bright Jewel Cluster. It was settled in uh, 12,000 BBY. Um, it is the starting planet in the MMO for the uh, Trooper and the Smuggler. And even if some of the other Jedi classes on the Republic side have to go back to it at some point. Um, there are two large moons and 13 satellites that orbit the planet. Um, and it's, it's mountainous. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten too many missions on Ord Mantel yet. You helped me out on one. Right. We had one mission where we had to go back and kill some dude. So I'm trying to... He's an empire guy. Yeah. Ord Mantel. Yeah. It was a uh, Sith Lord or Sith that we had to defeat. So I don't. I really don't have much to add on to it because I, I haven't... You, you've, you've played it more on the MMO than I have. Yeah. Actually, I the starting planet for the Smuggler, you run through a lot of quests there. Um it says here that who's the, who's uh, the flesh eaters? Like who's the flesh eaters of the planet? Oh, that are uh, sort of well, roaming of, around that you got to kill. Yeah, the, it says here the planet is a haven for mercenaries, exiles, murderers, smugglers coming from the Hydrian or the Hydean Way galaxy west. Um, so it's basically like there's a cold war going on. Um, so there's uh, it's basically military mercenaries that are fighting for control of the planet. Um, it's it's kind of boring. There's nothing really that interesting about it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really have too many features that distinguish it. Like you know, each planet has a theme. This one's kind of like it's a mercenary planet of old 
war veterans. So is it kind of it's, so it's it's a bit like Typhoon, where it's uh, kind of just well, Typhoon has more character. All right. Well, speaking of Typhoon, let's talk about some Typhoon. Okay, that's our um, next planet jam. Planet Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's located in the deep core. Uh, it's the ancestral homeworld of the Jedi Order, mm. and in the MMO, the Jedi Knight and the Counselor start there. Yep. It's their starting planet for both those classes. Yeah, that's where the Jedi Temple is. Right? Yeah. Um, the Jedi Order kind of set up their base there. Um, it is... Um, I don't know. I think... I don't know. Ty- Typhoon... I guess it had some character because it had those old ruins. Yes. And Ord Mantel is more of a newer um, planet that you're on, I guess. So there's, it doesn't it, the terrain isn't necessarily as interesting mm-hmm. in Typhoon. Though I do find it interesting in Typhoon the flesh raiders. Yes, there are shit tons of flesh raiders that you just you just slaughter. <laughs> They're pigmen. You just slaughter them. <laughs> yeah, and they I'm assuming that they are the original natives to the planet. Um, well, actually, here, let me pull this up. Yeah, let's find out. All right. I'm trying to remember back from the MMO if they explained that they were like an invading species or if they were the native species. And I want to say that they were the native species, but they were stupid. Like, they're too stupid to learn how to be a Jedi because all they want is Jedi. I want to learn how to Jedi. I think it's what they Just the you. one guy who, who's yes. well, a Jedi wannabe. That's true. And then, you know, but that's a big part of the, the first story is like these... This this uh, flesh raider that wants to become a Jedi. It's just one quest. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. Um, so the origin of the flesh raiders is lost to history, and they do not appear to keep records. From what little study the creatures the Jedi Order was able to perform, the flesh raiders appear to have evolved from more civilized society that devolved into their primitive, primitive and cannibalistic forms after the other colonists of Tython disappeared. Yep. So. Another theory is that uh, the aforementioned society was attacked by the Sith and subjected to bizarre experiments, which reduced them to maddened hostiles. So, as a Jedi, yeah, you're asking me to kill these native people who were just uh, experimented on by the Sith. Uh, we don't know that. That's a theory. <laughs> yeah, I always, I just thought, it, I thought it was fun, like pretty funny, and like yeah. the. Uh, they're not the Jedi are not as pure as we think they are. Well, they are just defending their temples from these dudes who are just like, "This is our planet. We've been experimented on." Yeah, the natives. Yeah, that's true. I, <laughs> I guess. All right, all right. And I guess, and, and actually, in the MMO, I kind of you show them some sympathy, mm-hmm. you know. But really, you just run around, and if you see a pack of them, you murder them. Yeah, they are hostile to you. You can't choose to attack them or not. They attack you right away. You can choose also. Uh, for some of them, they give you quest options, right? Right. Like, kill I mean, you can, you can either run around them or, like, yeah. a lot of the enemies you can just sort of avoid. But you get but, quests to kill them. But you get quests to kill them. <laughs> yeah. So, but Typhon is, uh, is, that, is that all you got for Planet Rock for Typhon? Well, do you know Satil Shan, who is, like, the Jedi Council leader mm-hmm. from the MMO? She's on the cover and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's the one who relocated the Jedi Temple to Tython. Uh-huh. And then decided uh, we had to wipe out the, the natives. After the Huh? Look, we're an invading species. Yeah. Yeah. The Jedi. Yes, we are. And so the Flesh Raiders want their mutant lion back. 
<laughs> well, it was after Coruscant was attacked by the Sith. So they kind of, they sacked Coruscant. Mm-hmm. They, put, they teabagged it. Totally sacked Coruscant. <laughs> yeah. And put a bunch of strip clubs up, as we talked right. about last time. <laughs> right. Let's, so take then, up, let's take over this planet and just put a bunch of strip clubs on it. That'll make them evil. <laughs> so after that happened, uh, they had to relocate their temples. So they just moved it over to there. Tarpon. And uh, some flesh raiders showed up, and they're like, hey, dude, what gives? Yeah, I kind of want to go back and, and uh, re-explore Typhon. Mm-hmm. To the because you because where you fly into and then you go to the Jedi Temple, which is in the main part of the land, but where there's another area just outside there. You start when you're a Jedi, which I can't even remember what it was called. Jedi Council Temple. And we talked about it earlier in the game. You have to take a taxi there, but you don't have any mission there. Like you show up, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "You got to go over there." So you run out of there right away. Yeah, that's their their temple. I think that's the temple. Okay. I'd like to go back and check out the temple. More. I don't think there's anything over there, really. It's just a starting zone it's just where a, people It's show just up. a spaceport? Yeah. Because you fly in there. Yeah, that isn't... And then you leave right away. And then when you leave Typhon, you don't leave from that spaceport. You leave from the temple. Mm-hmm. I've had to go back there, and there wasn't too much to explore. It's no, just kind of the, the main area where you quest. Well, I'm just going to go back and murder some flesh raiders. All right. Now that I'm super high level. <laughs> Not even that high level, but it'll be really easy. Yeah. I'm going to stop that war. I'm just going to end it. The Treaty of the Flesh Raiders. Yeah, and just completely, and just go in there and just wipe it out. That section of the MMO was will just completely wipe out the Flesh Raiders. Kill all of them. You can't. You can't have genocide. No. I think we should write to Bioware and be like, "This should be later. This should be a, a add-on pack that you release later as the genocide of the Flesh Raiders." That could be an expansion. An expansion pack, yeah. And then, um, I mean, they don't show up in. Uh, you know, episode four, five, and six. Yeah, that's I'm ass- true. I'm assuming we just wiped him out. We took over Typhon, us Jedi's, and then like one, like one thousand years, genocide of the Flesh Raiders. Next expansion pack. Let's get on Bioware. Impressive. Now release your Okay, speaking of uh, the MMO and Bioware, um, we've been playing a little bit. Where, what level are you? You're level 20, I think? 20. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm also level 20 in my smuggler. And I got uh, t- We created our guild. We did. The Space Bros. The Space Bros Guild. If you want to play on Vornsker and be a part of our two-man guild. Vornsker, yeah. <laughs> it's the loneliest guild in the world. Yeah, all eight of you who may be uh, subscribing to this. Thank you, by yes. the way, whoever's subscribing. <laughs> Please leave a comment or review. I'm going to say it once again. All right. You'll get a shout-out. You will. Um, so, how are you liking your Jedi Sentinel? Pretty good. I, I like. I rearranged the keyboard and like something I'm a little more comfortable with um, having my abilities in the number pad and like my movement on ASDW or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm having a good. I'm having a good time. I just showed up to 
what was the name of the planet? I'm terrible with names. Um, oh, Terrace? Terrace. We're right. We're on Terrace, right? Like the, Which La- is a- the Las Vegas planet? No, that's Narshada. Narshada. That's it. Oh, you I were, just showed up to Narshada. You were there? Okay, because you don't have to go there until, well, I think around 20 you can go there. Yeah, 20 I just I a, had some missions show up there. So um, You should do all the ones on Terrace first, though, because that's the first planet after Coruscant. Okay. Finish so you up. to do I all the quests there. Did you finish all of them? Yeah. I think that's what you kind of wrapped up with me. Oh. Well, I'll double check, but I did okay. some I did some uh, actual space missions, mm-hmm. which was pretty fun, the uh, shooting on rails. Yeah. Not bad. Very Star Fox-ish. Yeah, it's with kind less of a fun control. break. But it's yeah. a, it, it is kind of a, a fun break because you don't have to run for ages. Yes. Well, that changes when you get a speeder, which is probably oh around God. the time you get to Tatooine, oh which God, is Tatooine so is huge. Bad. Yeah, it costs a lot of money. Did we talk about the speeders in the spaceport and about how ridiculous it yeah. is? <laughs> it it does still look freaks me out. There's, I saw a speeder that... Uh, it looks pretty much like the uh, transport from when you're taking the the taxi on Coruscant, mm-hmm. where it looks like it's a two person seater. Really? Where you it's can that big? Yeah, it's that big. It's inside the spaceship, and you're like, what inside the, the fuck? Spaceport? Why are you? Yeah, why are you driving that inside here? You can hurt someone. <laughs> I really, I really feel like that was a glitch they should have fixed because it's well, it's kind of big in there, but yeah. not really. Yeah, you can walk around it. You don't need a. You do not need, need a speeder in that space. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of ridiculous. Are they calling a transport or speeder? Just transport speeder, speeder, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I did see that you could have a couple different kinds of speeders, and I know we got one because yes. we pre-ordered, and we mm-hmm. have one that we can that we just get for free. And then they were talking about, um, oh, did you read the Bioware was sort of letting off about they're going to have some more pets? Oh, okay. Yeah, there aren't too many in the game right now. Those companion pets that follow you around, and they hinted at a Tauntaun companion Ooh. pet. Okay. They didn't call it a compa- They didn't call it a companion pet. They called it a uh, not a novelty pet. Oh, okay. Because so, well, companion I guess would imply that you can control them. Yeah, and it fight was, with them itself. And it wasn't novelty either. It was like um, status pet. It okay. was like you could pay five, you know, fifty thousand credits and get yeah, or a hundred thousand credits and you get a tauntaun to follow you around. They have uh, speeders that you can buy for a million credits. I don't oh, know how God. you get a million credits. Uh, maybe if you were. You know, saving money through the entire game. I feel like some dudes are just sitting in their speeders yeah. to show off how expensive yes, the speeders are. Absolutely. And they it's just a, they just sit there in the spaceport, like, look at this. Yeah, look, look how at fast me. They go. I don't have a job. <laughs> we should we should look up some speeders next time, but Yeah, there's there's quite a few you can buy. I I wanna say there's probably like twenty five different models of speeders that you could buy. That's pretty awesome. Um but the piloting gets really expensive. It's uh forty thousand at level twenty five. You got to save up forty thousand credits, and at level forty, I haven't even gotten mine yet. My main dude is forty-five, and uh, it's two hundred thousand credits. Have you found any areas where you can just go back and quest and get a bunch of credits? Are you finding areas where you can get credits not easily, but you know a significant amount of credits? Where if you spent, I don't know, four hours, you could get forty thousand credits. Like, what is um, the timing of that? Because they've been wiping out all the like easy gets. Yes, they've they're, been putting in patches and hot fixes yeah, for people who are doing exploits. They don't really want any mining going on, like quick mining, right? I guess um, the easiest way to earn money is to do questing, and then just your normal quest for each planet gets you a ton of money, and then you can do PvP, and that gets you like four thousand, five thousand credits a match sometimes. Okay, at I higher see, levels, I and space see. battles are good money too. Selling items. 
Yeah. Have you any well, like selling items in the? Uh... If you do the daily quests for the space battles, you get pretty good money for that too. Okay. I just want to see. I want. I kind of want your character to get to fifty because I want to see what happens after that. Um, I don't know. See, the thing that's weird about it is I'm not really in a hurry um, because sure. once you finish your class quest, what do you do? You're just like, uh, that's what I want to know. Happens. Fifty. Uh, look at me. I mean, they're definitely. They're obviously they already did an update. The one point one patch. They added a yeah. quest. They're adding more raids, I know, and more dungeon like flashpoints. Which they should. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to be paying twelve dollars a month, like, yeah. I and think obviously, there's... there are people who are fifty already, so mm-hmm. they better start like up in the ante and like giving them something to do besides trying to get the one hundred thousand credit speeder. Yeah. And driving around the space. Stop driving your speeders around the spaceport, <laughs> sir. Annoying. Sir, could you stop that? <laughs> I just, ah, oh, man, I kind of wish I was PvP just so I could slash you. And then you destroy me because you have a speeder and I don't. But still, yeah. it's so annoying. Uh, yes, you'll get yours soon enough. And you're slowing the connection, I'm sure. Like, you have to be. If you're traveling that fast, like, the server trying to keep up with that many characters moving that quickly has mm-hmm. got to be slowing the spaceport down. Because it definitely gets janky in the spaceport. Yes. Yeah, I've noticed that, too, when uh, sometimes you zone in, and it'll take a second to draw the characters, and you're just oh, looking yeah. around, there's nobody there, and all of a sudden, poof, everyone's there. Uh, you're like, yeah. oh, shit, there's like 150 people in this stupid spaceport. And then there was that glitch for the day where we were going, every time you go in an elevator or go through a doorway, your companion would disappear. Yeah, that was or really annoying. Or just hang out yeah. like 100 yards back. Because, yeah, we were doing a, a flashpoint, and then we started attacking someone. We're like, "What the fuck? Where are they?" And they're hanging out in the hallway. Like, uh, I don't, I can't cross this. I'm uh, stuck. I'm yeah, stuck. I'm stuck. Yeah, we tried to do a four-person flashpoint for Hammer Station when we were level twenty, mm-hmm. just the two of us with mm-hmm. uh, our companions out, and it went pretty well up until the last boss, who just ripped our assholes open. Yeah, I feel, I don't, I feel like the level that they suggest you're at is like the bare minimum like yes. not even the bare minimum like not even really possible at that level that really what you need to be is a level ahead mm. or you need to have bought, bought such uh armor or have a larger number of people like if it's a two plus suggested quest you really should have three yes or you should be two levels ahead of what this quest is because we're just getting destroyed yeah and i don't even think that like i don't know how we could have changed what we were doing our method because we were just getting swamped. And that actually was happening to me on uh, when you came to help me on Taurus. Mm-hmm. Like I was the proper level. It was a quest that I was supposed to be going through. And that guy just kept destroying me. Oh, wait, you're talking about the one in Ord Mantel, the class quest that you're doing? Yeah. Where you said, oh, come help me. I keep dying. Yes. Yeah. you had to kill an elite guy, right? Yeah, it was an elite yeah. guy that like I just couldn't get past and... Yeah. My companion at that time was not helping me because my other companion couldn't come with. She had to, like, hang out on the ship. Mm-hmm. So I was bringing my droid with. My droid, I mean, his blasters are weak. Yeah. He's got weak blasters. Well, the problem I ran into is um, those class quests, they have you killing elites. But if you're not, if you don't have someone who can absorb that damage, like a tank class, mm-hmm. then chances are you're going to die really quickly. I, and I have no way of really so much damage. Health. Like, I, get, I just get destroyed. I'm yeah. trying to, like, a med pack myself. It's yep. almost impossible. Yeah, I uh, switched to the tank role because, you know, you have your, your skill trees. I switched to the, the, the tank role, and I was able to live a lot longer, even though I'm doing less damage, but my companion is damage-based. So she's been doing more damage, and I've been doing less damage, but I can absorb a lot more damage, so it's a little faster for leveling. Yeah, that's what I should do. But you don't get a tank role because you're a sentinel. I might have have to just change what my focus is for my abilities because it it doesn't seem to be working out. Or I'll just help you. (laughs) 
She's pretty the, the strong. Like I, 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 my the new companion, um, Kira. Kira, right? Yeah. I like some of her abilities weren't turned on. And I turn them on. She fucking destroys everything. Yes. Like, yeah. She just destroys it. That is a pro tip too. Like look at your character's ability screen. Companion's ability screen. Yeah, for your char- companion, and turn on ones that aren't because there's a chance that those can really help you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why they weren't on. I know. <laughs> like I have uh, a healer guy. And his healing mode was turned off, where he does more healing and his abilities have a bigger cooldown. I was like, why would I use that guy so otherwise? Weird. Yeah, I just got um, uh, my, I think my last companion at level 43 or so. And she's a, a force adept. So she's a force user, but she's like a wild force she's, user. She's a wild one. She's a wild one. And you can romance her. So I'm working on courting her. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm whining and dining her, buying her some gifts. I'm trying to, to court Kira. Well, what's funny is, like, she's my Padawan. Yeah. And it's like... Kira's kind of... Well, she's not your Padawan because you're not high enough level yet, but she's a, hmm. a Padawan. She's below okay. you, at least. Yeah, eventually... Maybe she's a, just mad at me for making her run around the spaceport without any clothes on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I was like, wow, all right, she's my Padawan, but it's against the Jedi Code. You get dark side points... If you're trying to get slippery with your companion, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this character, you can, I guess, you can romance her. So All right. I'll find out soon enough. So I have to, you have to get like, you know, that stupid uh, affection point. Yes. System. Affection All point right. system. You have to get like seven thousand or more. Ooh, I like when you answer in the nice way. Yeah. It's fifteen more points. I love you. You were nice to that guy. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, if it, you need like 7,000 out of 10,000 or so in order to get slippery with her. Really? Yeah. It's got to be it's gonna be a way to do that. Yeah. So you can I'm, I'm sure it's not by her. making her run around the spaceport in her underwear. Um, I don't think doing. you lose points for doing no, you that. No, nothing happens, but I feel like she should say something. Yeah. They should just add a piece of dialogue where she's like, um, can you give me my clothes back? <laughs> that would be nice. I don't think the game is that dynamic, though. No. Well, she does say other stuff. Like, hey, uh, I'm busy. Maybe we should start helping people. <laughs> or in battle, I'm dying. Yes. I'm pretty sure they could add, hey, uh, can you give me my clothes back? <laughs> Stop clicking on me. <laughs> or she just disappears. Like She's like, I'm going to go back to the ship. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bioware, get on that. If you remove all of your companion's clothes, because you can, yes. it's an option, besides her underwear, their underwear, oh. do it to a dude too, they should just be like, all right, I'm going to go back to the ship and get my clothes. It's coming in patch 1.2. Yeah, do it. 1.2. Uh, there's another thing you can get in the security, VIP, collectors, whatever. Dude, when you activate your code, there's that merchant in the uh, Republic fleet. Yes. If you has- go to him, the security, VIP, whatever, he sells a dancer's top, which you can equip your character with. It's just like a bikini, a slave bikini. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you better get that for... This MMO is so sexist. I know. That's super sexist. Yeah. It really is. Well, think of the audience. Yeah, I know. I get it. Like, but still, that's because you can get. Can you get the slave outfit too? Well, that's basically what it is. Oh, the dancer's top. Yeah, it is the slave outfit, pretty much. How much does that cost? Five thousand. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm mean, already For making my companion run around without any clothes on or right. attacking anybody. <laughs> yeah, you. I am the audience. Okay, great. I just yeah, that's right. That's how I am. <laughs> Uh, speaking of other Star Wars games, uh, we both have a Connect on 360, right? Yeah. All right. They're releasing Star Wars 3D Connect. Better not be all pod racing. No, I don't think so. That's probably going to be a part of it. They show, it was a big chunk of the preview, though. Uh, it really was. Hold your fists out. 
Which as if you've played it, like you played many Kinect games, right? Yeah. Holding your fists out. Yeah, it's not fun. Not fun. It's like old kung fu punishment. Like, yeah. Hold your hands out for an hour. I mean, it's 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 painful. But go ahead. Sorry. They said you. that. Uh, well, it might be in 3D. None of us have. Th- we don't have 3D TVs. Yeah, that would be that would be glasses, would that be the first 3D Kinect game? Xbox game? I think it's the first 3D Xbox game. Oh, okay. I think. Um, well, quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure PlayStation's come out with 3D games. But I yes, th- like think Xbox hasn't. Okay, it says it on the box for a PlayStation 3D game, like Drake's Deception, I think, is a mm-hmm. 3D PlayStation game. Yeah, I think PlayStation's the only one that has 3D games because Xbox didn't sign up, like, because they didn't have Blu ray ca- capabilities and they hadn't mm-hmm. really been pushing for it. And obviously, they're just trying to add on um, okay. to the Phantom Menace 3D release stuff. So Yeah, but well, this game was uh, supposed to be released last year. Um, then it's been pushed back a couple times. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to release a uh, Xbox Star Wars Connect bundle, which would have uh, a white Xbox with a white control or no gold controller like C three PO. Yeah, that was supposed to be out by Christmas. Yeah, that was the first release date. It was like yeah. by Christmas. They fucked that up. They really missed <laughs> the yeah. Christmas buyout. And I would have bought one. I mean, I was considering it. Yeah, I just bought the Xbox Connect system oh, last year. But I, I, I mean, I'd, I'm pretty sure I could find somebody to sell it or sell it to for a decent amount of money, you know. But I think, but I think the price was super high too. Yeah, it was um, the Connect with the uh, 250 gig, I think, or maybe it's 320 gig hard drive uh, is 400, right? With the yeah. Connect, and the Star Wars edition was like 450, 500. Yeah, 450 or 500. I don't think the the price has been set yet, but I think that was the estimates. Uh-huh. It was somewhere around 50 to 100 dollars more because you get the game. As well, right? The the Star Wars Connect game, which has been pushed back to uh, June first, is the so is tentative the, release date. Is the system releasing at the same time then? Um, that because I saw there say. was pre-orders. I was at GameStop the other day and they were pre-ordering the system, but they had like this the uh, image or the thing that they had taped to the <laughs> checkout area was like printed from. I don't, it was like it was like from Amazon, like it was just a white background sort of JPEG, oh. you know, two hundred by two hundred JPEG <laughs> that hadn't been blown up. It's like pre-order the system. I was like, that's the jankiest looking thing ever. You don't even have a proper advertisement for pre-ordering it, yeah, because you have no idea when it's coming out, do you? So, yep, that yeah um, could be coming out as early as this summer. Uh, if you want to see a video of it, there's one at find uh, probably find it on YouTube or Amazon. For the CES 2012 coverage, which shows uh, a pretty exclusive, lengthy demo of uh, Star Wars Connect. So check that out coming soon. If I could lightsaber battle, yeah. If it's like the, um, what I'd really love it to be is the arcade game. The right, one that you the Star spent, Wars arcade game. Star Wars arcade game yes. that you sat and beat at Dave and Buster's last yes. time we were there. <laughs> that you sat there for about a half an hour and beat it. It really didn't take you that long. Right. They, they have the joystick that's like a flight control joystick. Yes. Mm-hmm. As long as you get some lightsaber battles in there, shoot something down some TIE fighters, mm-hmm. I'd be happy. But it's it's not. It's going to be episode one. It's going to be pod racing. Uh, You're going to be... I mean, it's going to be for children. Yes. They yeah, show, the video they show, show there's nothing but children playing it. And there's kids playing it. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's fine. That's fine, George Lucas. You quit. You keep <laughs> giving things to children. <laughs> That's true. Tim Cullen, Tim Cullen, get on this TV show. We need something adult-oriented. By adults for adults. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to see 
uh, young Han Solo getting into some smuggling. Yep. Getting into some Twi'leks. Yeah. Or some... Getting slippery. <laughs> Mantillions. Some Mantillions. Wait, what? No, that's what the name we're gonna we're gonna find this on right now so we don't have to um, um do an am- amendment later i still don't really get the difference um you're gonna have to educate me on this one because as far as i'm concerned a twi'lek is the same uh no a nautilon a nautilon nautilon sometimes referred to as nautiloids where an amphibious humanoid species from the planet glee anselm Okay, explains why she was getting into the water okay. with uh, Jahan yes. Cross. Makes more sense. He's, uh, getting some, he's getting slippery with a Nautilin. And they're Nautilus? Like, no. Here, look up Kit Fisto. He's the most famous. He's a, a Jedi. A Jedi look, Master Kit Fisto. I don't want to look at no dudes. Which sounds like a pretty dirty name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, they call uh, him Kit Fisto. They have low light vision and excellent swimming skills. They are uh, smooth green, blue, brown skin uh, with black or dark eyes, um, capable of breathing underwater. Um, but unlike uh, most water based species, they don't have difficulties outside of water. All right, so Kit Fisto. Yep. Nautilin Jedi Master. I can be a Jedi Master. Twi'leks can't become Jedis, can they? Yeah. They can? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was Nautilins that could. Son of a crap. Yeah, okay. Well, you basically explained it. So. Yeah. They look similar, except they've got tentacle heads instead of lekus. Instead of two tentacles? Lekus. They have their, like, octotentacles mm-hmm. instead of bi-tentacled. Fine. Let's see. Look up... They uh, look the same. Here, look up Ayala Sakura. A-A-Y-L-A. She is a, a Twi'lek Jedi Master. He's probably in that book as well. Shut up. Yeah. You think the Twi'leks and the Nautilans get, get it on? Probably. They look similar enough. There's lots of uh, cross-species yeah. intercourse in the Star Wars universe. Oh, look at that. And Ayala Sakura. Yeah. Barely dressed. Yep. She's in the background. Uh, let's see here. She's Cunning a- Ayala Sakura is a Twi'lek Jedi Knight who relies on her athletic lightsaber skills to outwit opponents. As a Jedi general, Ayala leads a squad of clone troopers on many campaigns. Yep. She's got a head tail. Yeah, I think she was in episode two, maybe even similar. episode one. Looks pretty similar. I'm not really seeing the difference. I'm from different planets. Mm-hmm. They're not amphibious, though, right? Or right. Semi-amphibious. Yeah. Amphibious. So, okay. All right, I see. So, in the in the comic book, and because it wasn't actually labeled as what species she was i didn't pick up on the eight tentacles as opposed to two head tentacles the devil's in the details yeah i suppose that's true okay so for next week um we're gonna give our review we're playing uh, a star wars video game um unleashed two force unleashed two yeah. you haven't played force unleashed one though have you no okay it's basically the it, same game does it look better i mean is, uh, are the are the graphics the graphics better? are about the same Really? It's the same engine. I might have to go back then. Because mm. there's some story stuff that I'm like, I don't really know. Yeah. S- Star, dist- what's his name? Star, Star Killer. Star Killer, Star Eater. I was going to call him Star Eater. Star, Star Killer. Eater. I don't really know Star Killer's story other than he's okay. kind, uh, of a, kind of a wuss. He's not a Sith, but he's kind of a wuss. Uh, he is a Sith. Kind of a wuss Sith. <laughs> yeah. Right? 
I could read you the, the synopsis for the first four. Seems to be the uh, storyline for most Sith characters. Yeah. Is like, I don't know if I want to oh, be a Sith. Bad guys, but... Mm. Uh, but I, I like this girl, man. Have you seen this Twi'lek? <laughs> oh, man. Her head tentacles, they just get me off. No. <laughs> you cannot get with the Twi'lek. Love is the way of death. I don't know. So, so right. it's set in... Uh, the first one was set in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Um, mm-hmm. Darth Vader is sent by the Emperor to destroy a Jedi survivor on Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet. Yeah. Uh, you can you start by controlling Darth Vader. You play as Darth Vader at the beginning of the first game. Sure. On Kashyyyk. And then... Uh, I could play as Darth Vader in the first yeah. game? Yeah. i have to go back and get it. But only for a level. That's fine. <laughs> and then... I can handle it that. says here... Then the apprentice, known as Starkiller, uh, reaches adulthood. Vader sends him to kill the remaining Jedi for training as the ultimate goal, assassinating the Emperor so Vader and Starkiller can rule the galaxy together. Obviously, that goes wrong because we know yes, in episode four that there's no Sith. bonkers. Right, because he falls in love and at some point he's got to die. Yeah, well, he falls in love with this girl. and uh, Yeah, she's, she's a big part story. of the beginning. Like, yeah. he is back with Vader. Because I remember, I mean, I've gotten to, I've played a little bit of it, so we can talk a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. But the f- beginning section I've played, um, you know, you start out, you're captured by Vader. He's trying to turn you back to the dark side um, by introducing this, like having a, like you have flashbacks of this love interest. Mm-hmm. And so you're battling with yourself and like, she's like, I don't love you. I hate you. He's like, no, oh, you can't say that. You have to slash her with your lightsaber. Like no, I won't do it. I love her, and then you break out. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a lot of uh, lightsaber action, which I'm I'm saying right now because I haven't played through. Is this the second time you're playing through it? Yeah, I, I beat it um, last year, okay. early early in the year. I find I find the controls and the lightsaber like the action part of it pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like it's like God of War. It is an arcade game. Yeah, it's God of War with lightsabers. But you have more options. God of War is all run up to some dude, punch him a lot, mm-hmm. run up some dude, punch him a lot. It seems like in Unleash 2, at least, I'm, I'm finding that like you can kind of hang back a little bit and use more force powers to attack people. Like You have way more options as far as battle going. Yes. Which, is, which I'm definitely, the more I get comfortable with the controls, I'm, I'm enjoying more because God of War, I got kind of tired of just like, run over here and hit these people with your blade. Mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of throw a blade. Well, there's uh, there's some magic powers you get in God of War too, like Medusa's head and stuff like that. But yeah. you can't use them as much as you can. Yeah, but there's still something satisfying about being able to use the Force. Yeah. And, like, pick something up, throw it at somebody, pick up a, a, a stormtrooper, electrocute him so he's an exploding stormtrooper. Yeah. And then you can then throw the exploding stormtrooper at somebody. Yes. It's pretty it's fun. Pretty ridiculous. And you get like... It's uh, a little repetitive still at times because mm, I think... It is that, a hack and slash. Yeah. On the yeah. first planet, you're running down these platforms. Then you go into a building. And then you run across this platform. And then you go into a building. And then you run mm. into this platform. And I can then, say that I don't like the platform jumping. Yeah. It's a little cameras get in the way. It's kind of confusing. Um, and I noticed, too, that the 360 or PS3 versions of it 
control a lot better and the graphics are a little more fine-tuned than the steam pc version yeah i don't your your pc is a lot better than mine but mine's a little slower so mm-hmm. i had to kind of knock a lot of the graphics down okay because i was i was whipping too much shit around and yeah. it started to get a little janky <laughs> the frame rate got a little weird yeah i was like oh, i better knock down my graphics um well that it uses the havoc slash euphoria engine which uh lets you just like launch physics everywhere yeah so you could just pick up almost anything or throw dudes out the window and which is pretty cool yeah it, it is i kind of wish i had it on xbox because when it does get kind of janky like that because my computer can't really handle it um i get it's a little disappointing mm-hmm. but i think right now i'm fighting the balrog no not balrog that's from lord of the rings <laughs> that's lord of the rings um or from street fighter what it, when you go to the arena this is the only part I didn't uh, really okay. understand so far in the plot of the game. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just escaping. You're on some planet. Mm-hmm. You fight a bunch of stormtroopers. And then all of a sudden you're in an arena fighting a giant dude. Yeah. Um, a giant creature that they don't really have a name for because he doesn't know what it is. Right. Was that, that it? So, I don't know. And then um, and then there's a lot of falling. Yes. <laughs> like an insane amount of falling. <laughs> Like once, once the guy busts through. Do you remember this part? Yes. Have you played it recently? He falls through the arena, mm-hmm. and then you're falling for about a half an hour. That does remind you a little bit of Lord of the Rings when he's falling through Middle Earth. Yes. Into the center. Exactly. With Gandalf. Actually, yeah. So yeah, that's just obviously why I made that connection. Yeah. I mean, it's the second part of the game where you fall. Right. There's the first part where you fall when you're escaping. He jumps from off the building, Earth, right? He jumps yeah. off from the, the In building. Genosha. Yes. Genosis. Genosis. And then he, yeah. but then he falls. It's not even, see, so yeah, actually, I kind of have a gap there because I don't remember how I got to this other planet I'm on. Oh, well, I think you're supposed to find this Jedi Master. Right. He's like a blind Jedi guy that you're, yes, you're trying to. Yes, that's who I found. Yeah, you're trying to be his so ally. So escapes. So from when you're from Star Killer, escapes from Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And you jump out of the window. Yeah. And you're falling. Yeah. And you're avoiding platforms. Mm hmm. Do you get into a ship? Is that what happens at yes. the end of that? Yeah, he ends up escaping from Vader and, and getting into a ship. Okay, so and now then, I'm on this planet. Yeah, and I'm running around some platforms, mm-hmm. and I attack the Balrog. We'll just call it. Though yeah. it's not a giant uh-huh. monster creature. Um, and then we're falling, and I defeat it. Which I love when um, you're attacking him, and then he swings his arm where he's holding the other Jedi Master that the other Jedi Master has left his lightsaber on. <laughs> So he's slashing you with his lifesaver. Whoops. And just yell out, turn off your lightsaber. <laughs> Ow. Ow. I'm dying. Help me. Turn off your lightsaber. He's hitting me with it. So you're falling for about a half an hour, and then you are you rescue him, and then you're falling through the sky, and you're like, you don't have a plan for this, do you? No, not really. And then you fall into a ship. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I'm off to another planet. So I'm really hoping yeah. that every chapter is like me falling through the sky no i don't think everyone is getting like that. picked up and then i'm in it's it's very episode five yeah you know? so yeah it's it's good it's not great um, more falling because yeah. luke only falls about 10 feet i know well, there's some falling i'm pretty sure i fell for i don't know 100 miles yeah <laughs> Um, but we'll give our full review after we we probably solve it by the time the next episode, right? Because I think there's only yeah, six I'm actually, levels. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun playing it. So. Yeah, so we'll we'll give our full review uh, next episode, and of course next episode we're going to review the uh, Age of the Empire Volume Two Part Two, uh, and then also the Star Wars War first issue. 
Yeah. And uh, volume two of the Old Republic series, uh, Threat, Threat of Peace. Um, and then we'll continue with some more MMO news because I'm sure we're going to keep playing that. Maybe get our dudes up to speeder level. Yeah, I'm going to get a speeder. Mm-hmm. Stop riding your speeders. Yeah. <laughs> Public yeah. service announcement. Just stop. Just stop Don't ride it. your speeders indoors. Stop riding your speeders indoors. You're inside a spaceship riding your speeder. It's enough already. And then also we're going to... Uh, it doesn't impress me. Just stop it. <laughs> give our movie review, too, for episode one, The Phantom Menace 3D. Don't <laughs> <laughs> they advertise it that way? The Phantom Menace. 3D. Yeah, 3D. It's in 3D. Guess what? It's in 3D. Guess what? It's in 3D. You're going to pay 15 bucks for that. So. Hey, Justin. Um, how did uh, Darth Vader know what Luke Skywalker was getting for Christmas? How? He felt his presence. Oh. <laughs> what up? Freedom of jail, clips inserted, a baby's being born, same time a man is murdered, the beginning and end. As far as rap goes, it's only natural, I explain my plateau, and also what defines my name.